I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Wednesday, January 18th. I hope you're having a great day today. We're glad to have you with us on the radio, 95.9 FM. Uh, Those on the radio app and those on the podcast, we welcome you today. And those who are joining us by way of Facebook and those that are watching on YouTube, we are glad to have you with us. Uh, Brother Nathan commented the other day, we usually have folks that will watch after the fact on YouTube, but a few times we've had some folks live. And so you YouTube watchers, I always refer to you as someone that maybe we'll watch later. But if you're watching right now, uh, we're glad to have you. And same is true with Facebook. We have many that watch live and then we have folks that go back later on. And uh, praise God for that flexibility. Isn't that a blessing? Uh, If you miss it, you can go back and catch it later on. But we're glad to have you with us today. Uh, We are looking forward to a great time tonight here at Victory Baptist Church. We have our service starts at 7 o'clock. We have our Master Clubs. uh, That's for our children ages 3 through the 6th grade. And they have a class time where they uh, memorize Bible verses. They have a Bible story. They have an activity time uh, all in the uh, Evans building, the gymnasium and those classrooms. It's a wonderful time. And we have, I keep saying it's an army of workers. You know, they're not like marching in, you know, combat boots and fatigues or anything, but we have a whole lot of workers there and wonderful workers God's given us for our children's ministries. Uh, We'll meet in the auditorium at 7 with the adults and teens. And then the teens will have their service tonight. And I think I've mentioned it already, but Brother Nathan, I'm going to really streamline the preliminaries tonight uh, because uh, I want to get done early tonight so we can have our workers meeting. Tonight, at the close of the service, we'll have our annual workers meeting uh, for all of the workers of Victory Baptist Church. And you may be listening and you're a worker. Well, this is another reminder for you. We need you here tonight. And uh, it won't be a long meeting. We used to do a, a different night of the week. And I remember a couple of times we did here in the fellowship hall and had a meal. And it was like a Tuesday or a Thursday or something. Uh, but just to make it a little easier, uh, we're doing it all on one night. And we'll go probably for about 20 minutes or so. It won't be a long meeting. But it'd be very helpful. And uh, it's a meeting for us all to get on the same page. And by the way, if you have a, another church you go to, you need to get on the same page with your pastor. You need to get on the same page with the direction of that ministry. Don't try to do your own thing. Don't try to, uh, to, uh, to run your own program. God has called you to that church to follow uh, that pastor that God has put in that place. And I hope you encourage them. Get on board. Uh, and I said this yesterday, I think, but don't, don't criticize and, and attack. Just do what you can to help and encourage. And uh, be like uh, Aaron and her in the Bible uh, who lifted up the arms of Moses. And when they did, God 
won a great victory for the children of Israel. Moses couldn't keep his arms up by himself. He needed some help. He needed somebody to encourage him and help him and strengthen him. And uh, God used those two men uh, to be what Moses needed for that battle and for that day. And it affected the entire nation. So join us tonight. We're looking forward to that. And then, of course, a great day on uh, Sunday. I'm looking forward to being in church with God's people. And uh, it'll be a wonderful time. Happy birthday today to Michael Bishop. And uh, Michael, hope you have a great day. And uh, may God bless you. Let's pray today for our church, our school. We had a wonderful time this morning at our school chapels. Uh, I, I was there and helped. I did the singing and preliminaries and that. And then Brother Nathan preached in both services, did a great job. Uh, he always does. But we're blessed at our school with our, uh, the staff we have, the teachers. And God's given us some wonderful students. And we uh, praise God for that. Uh, let's pray for our missionaries and uh, let's pray for our country. Uh, this nation needs prayer. This nation needs a miracle from God, and I hope you will pray for our country. Let's go to a song uh, by the Calvary Quartet, Redemption Draweth Nigh, and after this song, we'll get into our Bible study in Psalm 119. Years of time have come and gone since I first heard Jesus would come again someday. If back then it seems so real, then I just can't help but feel how much closer His coming is Stop your head. 
Amen for that song. What a blessing. And uh, I, I know I can't get ahead of myself because I've got uh, my, uh, my message for tonight is from Revelation. Uh, we're in chapter 10. And uh, we're talking about all that's going on during the tribulation. And in chapter 10, there's just a little pause. Yeah, in the midst of all the plagues and all the judgments and the, the seal judgments and the trumpet judgments, in the midst of the tribulation, there's a little pause. And all of a sudden, we get our focus back on what really matters, and that is our focus being on the Lord. And I want to tell you, now Brother Nathan and I were just talking during that song about the signs of the times. Uh, I remember even as a boy or a teenager, or even as a, as a Bible college student, I remember people would, would preach about this or I'd hear that, that very song, and I'd think, boy, that's so true. You know, there's, there's earthquakes and there's wars and rumors of war and uh, there's famines and, of course, pestilence. That's disease. Boy, have we not seen that recently with COVID and all of that. But uh, I remember thinking that, but, but I tell you, the, it seems in recent years that we are seeing how people can be so easily swayed. Uh, people can be so blinded. Even now, and imagine uh, what it's going to be like when the rapture takes place and the Christians are caught up and the Holy Spirit of God is caught up with those Christians uh, and, and the salt is removed. The, pre the preserving agents are removed from the earth. And the Bible says that, of course, uh, the Antichrist will come on the scene. And the Bible says that Satan is going to send a strong delusion that people will believe a lie. And boy, I tell you what, uh, that, that we're not far from that at all. And uh, you say, ah, I know, Pastor, I've been thinking all about that, and what are we going to do? I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to keep our eyes on Jesus. And uh, you just uh, lift up your head and uh, keep your eyes upon the eastern sky because your redemption draweth near. I believe Jesus Christ is coming back, and it is so close. It could be today. And I hope you're ready. If you do not know Jesus Christ as your Savior, uh, don't put it off another day. You know, probably if you're listening on this broadcast today and if you're not saved, probably you've heard it before. And probably the last time you heard it, you said, well, I'll get it taken care of later. Or, or what would people think? Uh, you know, what would people think that I've told everybody I'm saved and I've tried to convince everybody and fool everybody, but I know in my heart, I know I'm not saved. I know I've never been born again. Maybe you're trusting your church membership to get you to heaven. Friend, that won't, that won't do it. That, that is not enough. Uh, your baptism will not get you to heaven. Your good works will not get you to heaven. The Bible says it's not by works of righteousness which we have done, but it's according to His mercy that He saved us. By the washing of regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Ghost. Uh, Ephesians 2, 8, 9, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. And friend, if you're listening today and you've never been saved, you need to today, you need to get on your knees or you need to stop what you're doing maybe in your seat or in your car and you need to call on the Lord today and you need to pray a prayer something like this. doesn't have to be these words, but you better mean it in your heart. You need to pray and say, Lord, forgive me. I'm a sinner and I can't get to heaven on my own and I'm putting my faith and trust in you and I'm receiving the gift of eternal life today. And you pray that prayer in your heart, and I promise you this, God will save you. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. For with a, a heart man believeth unto righteousness, with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. You need, to, you need to, to pray the prayer, but you need to mean it in your heart. 
And God says that you shall be saved. And I'm thankful for that promise. But friend, don't put that off uh, another day. Get it settled. Jesus Christ is coming soon. And uh, you won't have another chance. If you've heard the gospel and you've rejected the gospel, uh, after the rapture, I do not believe, according to the word of God, I do not believe you'll have another chance to be saved after the rapture. You'll have been sent a strong delusion. You'll believe a lie and uh, it'll be too late. And so get it settled while you have time. Um, and I thank the Lord for that great song. Look at Psalm 119, please, verse 85. The Bible says, The proud have digged pits for me, which are not after thy law. Now, it's tr true that people would dig pits uh, for animals or sometimes for enemy armies coming, and, and that is true. But this idea of digging a pit, it also has the idea of laying a trap. Uh, in hunting, people would dig pits or they would, they would have traps to try to capture an animal, to try to capture that creature as a way of hunting. Well, David here feels like he is being hunted. He says, the proud have dig pits for me. And we see that they're out to destroy David. They're out to capture David. Now, the word I want to use in this verse is the word capture. Uh, there were pits, plural. And I want to say, don't ever let this be said of you. And may this never be said of me that we set out on a mission to try to hurt people. We set out on a mission to try to, 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 to catch people or to try to get them to do something wrong or to try to, uh, to try to accuse them of something. No, 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 friend. The Bible says this. We're commanded to love our enemies. We're commanded, be ye kind one to another. God commands us to forgive. We're commanded to lift up the fallen, not push people down, not try to make people fall. But the Bible says that the proud had digged pits for David. Well, what do we know the Bible says about pride? Pride goeth before destruction. And it's interesting in the book of Proverbs, the Bible says, he that diggeth a pit, you're going to fall in that pit that you dug. Uh, I think the classic example in the Bible is the story of Haman and Mordecai. You remember that story? Haman, he set up the gallows and he was determined that Mordecai was going to be hanged on those gallows. Well, guess what? Mordecai was not hanged on those gallows. It was Haman, the very one who had those gallows built. He was hung on those very gallows. You know, the thing you're trying to do to destroy somebody else, you better watch out. It's going to backfire on you. Uh, that pride you have thinking you're better than somebody else and thinking you know better, that, that pride's going to backfire on you because God resisteth the proud, but he giveth grace to the humble. I want to encourage you today uh, not to seek to hurt or to harm people, but seek to help people. Uh, don't, don't try to lay a trap for somebody. Try to help somebody along the way and along the pathway of life. Today, I would encourage you to pray a prayer, something like this, and say, Lord, would you lead me today? Would you guide me so that I can avoid the pitfalls and the traps of the enemy? I want to tell you, friend, the proud are out to get you, but not only are the proud out to get you, but Satan's out to get you, and he's got some traps already set. He's got some, he's got some pits already dug today, and he's wanting to get you. And that's why we are to trust in the Lord with all our heart and lean not unto our own understanding. In all our ways acknowledge Him and He shall direct 
thy past. Trust in the Lord. Let God lead you today to avoid those pitfalls. Hope you have a great day and look forward to seeing many of you tonight at our service. If you can't be here tonight, I hope you join us online or listen in on the radio. God bless you. Have a great day. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.